Hey everyone, and welcome to the Anna Krusik Podcast. You are listening to episode number 93. Today on tap, me and a few of my friends are going to share our wishes for you as you embark on what will undoubtedly be an unforgettable fall of 2020. I'm Ann Molesky, and I've helped music teachers just like you get more intentional in their classrooms through my trainings, curriculum, and tips shared on this podcast. The truth is, teaching music is hard. You have a bunch of kids to teach and not a lot of free time to figure out how. Feeling overwhelmed and frustrated is totally normal. But here's the good news. It only takes a few simple steps to flip the script. And although it may be simple, it's definitely not easy unless you have the right toolkit. So let's start tuning and transforming your music teacher life right now. The actionable steps you need to find the purpose, follow a sequence, and choose joy are right here. This is the Anna Krusik Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to TAP. I am so glad to be with you here again to chat about all the things purposeful, sequential, joyful, active music making, and being a teacher musician. And if you're like me, you might be wondering, what on earth will that look like this year? And what on earth will anything look like? And how many times is it going to change between now and when you're listening to this podcast and when the school year starts and throughout the school year? Well, probably a million. So today, as we jump back into the podcast, after a little time away, I want you to take the opportunity to recenter yourself. This may seem counterintuitive, especially considering all that's going on in the world and how drastically our music teacher lives are going to look going forward but I am all about moving forward. You know, I was talking with my friends inside of the Sequencing Solution and then the Anacrusic Insiders community, all of which I hope you're a part of, and if you aren't, there's a link in the show notes, but I was talking to all my people about all of this, and I keep coming back to this idea of intention. And yes, that's probably not a surprise because of the whole purposeful, sequential, joyful thing, but I keep coming back to this idea that what we do isn't confined by physical stuff. Teaching music isn't defined by a physical classroom or physical instruments or manipulatives that our kids can touch. Yes, ideally, we're able to do all of these things and be in the same physical space and experiencing all the different possibilities with different modes of active music making. But even if we are limited in what we have to work with physically this year, we are not limited in what we can do musically. I know it's going to look different. I know you want to be back in the classroom the way it used to be. I know that it's hard and it's frustrating and it's stressful and not just about teaching music right now. So let me back up for a bit. This isn't just about all the stress and the new way of life that we are working with as we approach our music teacher life. It's also about the stress of living and working and parenting and sistering and all of the ings in the middle of a pandemic. So the first step in all of this is to stop relax your shoulders, loosen your grip, relax your jaw, and make a big, loud sigh. And I'll even do it with you, okay? Here we go. Now, it's time to come to terms with, first of all, this is our reality. And second of all, it's 100% out of our control. Now, I'm a control freak, so this isn't an easy thing for me to deal with because when I feel out of control, I lose my ish a little bit, and then the COVID-19 really becomes the COVID-20 and all of my good habits that make me feel like a human go out the window, and that's the opposite of what needs to happen. 
We need to focus on what we can control and learn to adapt for the things that we can't. So not to get super nerdy on you, but as you likely know, the human brain is incredible. Our neuroplasticity and the ability to learn new skills and make new habits is absolutely amazing. But it's up to us to make the decision that we're going to do that and let go of the excuses that it's hard or we don't want to because it's about making a decision to focus on the intention of what we're doing anywhere in our lives, but as we're talking about here today, the intention of doing the best we can musically for our students, regardless of the way that we are being asked to teach. So today on the podcast, I have an amazing group of friends who is going to share a few words with you about this upcoming year, and I encourage you to really sit with these words and relax your shoulder, unclench your fist, maybe take a minute to just sit and close your eyes and really be grateful for, first of all, a community like this that is willing to come together like everyone 100% has these last few months, and two, that regardless of living through a pandemic, you still get to bring the joy of music to children in this world. So I'll kick things off. My wish for you this school year in the midst of all of the crazy is to keep things purposeful, sequential, and joyful. I know, I know, surprise, but hear me out. If we are focusing on the intention of what we want to teach our children and don't just completely throw everything away, we'll stay as centered to our true music teacher selves as we can. It doesn't matter if you can't sing, if you're on a cart, if you're teaching virtually, there are still ways to adopt intentional innovations to keep the music going. And if you feel totally lost, stay right here on the podcast because there's a lot of upcoming episodes that will help you to stay centered and focus on those things that you can control. The other thing I wish for you this year is to eliminate as many barriers as possible, mental, technological, whatever it might be. And the easiest way to do this is to keep your head down. So we are so blessed to live during the age of the internet where we can get all the ideas and all the information that we need. We are so cursed to live during the age of the internet where we can get all the ideas and all the information that we need and then feel like we aren't enough. And I do want you to keep things as focused on making music as possible, but there is an element of survival to this year. And intentional survival is doing the best you can for your kids, not necessarily having the fanciest digital classroom set up or all the perfect individual instrument bags for your kids. And yes, if you love to do that stuff and it lights you up, like do all of the things. But if you're just struggling to convert all your lessons to a virtual classroom or adapting to not being able to sing or teaching on a cart for the first time, keep things streamlined and focus on the music. And know that if you are intentional about what you put in, you can also be purposeful about leaving some things out. This is Katie Wonderly from Miss Wonderly Makes Music. And my advice would be to figure out your mission statement. Last year, as part of my school's back to school professional development, our entire staff sat down together to reflect on our values as educators and human beings. We sorted through a whole bunch of words and narrowed it down until we only had a few left the things that were most important to us. Then we were given a challenge to take those words and turn them into a mission statement that would be posted outside of our classrooms. 
a statement that was so powerful and so clear that anyone who walks by our room could look inside that window and see that statement in action. And if they didn't see us living out our mission, they could take the opportunity later to pull us aside, have a conversation, and figure out what it is we needed to get ourselves back on track. So I thought for a long time about what I wanted my mission statement to say, and eventually I ended up with this. This music group is a place where creativity, community, and diversity are embraced and encouraged. I will ensure that every student leaves this room knowing their voice matters and that they are an essential part of our ensemble. This was my mission statement, but it is something that I believe every classroom needs to be, a place that values and amplifies creativity, community, and diversity, a place where students know their voice matters, a place where they know and feel their presence is essential. So as we move into a year of uncertainty, a year of anxiety and unknown, remember your mission, remember your purpose. If you can focus on why you became an educator, why it is you choose to teach and learn from students every single day, then no matter what comes our way, you'll be ready to face it. Comedian Michael Jr. says, when you know your why, your what has more impact because you're walking in and towards your purpose. Our purpose is important. Our expertise and energy is needed. Our presence is essential. People keep saying 2020 is canceled, but you know what? 2020 is not canceled. It has only just begun. Hi, this is Jane from Cilio Music, and my message for you today is that we're all going to make a bunch of mistakes. So don't beat yourself up. Be kind to yourself. We weren't. We did not sign up for this. We didn't train for this. We didn't train to teach during a pandemic or to teach online. So um, lessons are going to fall apart. Kids might be disengaged. You might have tech problems or just be overwhelmed with all the tech demands that people are going to make of you. People might be critical of you, but I know that you providing a safe space to learn music will go a long way with the kids and that there will be a lot of people who are thankful for you, whether they express it or not. So um, prepare, prepare as best you can. Um, but don't beat yourself up if you have to stay home, if you have to take a bunch of sick days. Um, don't beat yourself up if your lesson wasn't perfect or if it was a total disaster, because we will be better at this by the end of the year than we will be at the beginning of the year, because we are smart and creative teachers and we will learn and grow and find solutions to things that are uh, problems for us. So I uh, wish you the best and good luck for this coming year. Hey, Anacrustic listeners. It is Beth Philemon here from the Choir Baton podcast. And my piece of advice for you this year is to, uh, like any year, don't try to do everything on your own. However, a different slant to that, meaning no matter how you are going to be teaching, whether it's in person, a hybrid, or an online setting, there are so many resources out there that you can utilize, whether it's searching online for free videos and content or paying for teaching memberships or anything like that. You do not have to do this alone. And I think it's especially important if you are going to be in a hybrid or online setting. It is not only okay for you to use these videos that are out there, but I highly recommend that you do consider using them because you give your students an opportunity to learn from different teachers and experience what 
learning music is like with different people and developing lifelong musicianship. And additionally, you give them the opportunity to see other kids making music if kids are in those videos or kids that look like them or don't look like them. It just is a realm of possibility that I think we can really tap into as a music community. So again, I truly encourage you to not feel like you have to create everything yourself. Utilize what's out there on the internet. Don't be afraid to even utilize technology in your classroom if you are in person so you can watch and learn and see how your students are interacting with technology in case you end up going fully back online again. Again, thank you so much, Anne, for letting me speak to your listeners today. I am cheering you on. You can do this. You are enough and don't let yourself forget that. Hi, this is Jessica Grant from the Afternoon Tea Podcast, and my wish for music teachers in 2020 is that we will all use this year to give ourselves grace to grow, to focus on doing what we can, and this is hard for me, but letting our best each day be enough. We all like to overwork ourselves and aren't always very satisfied with where we are or what has been done and never feel like it's enough or that we are enough. But really this year, focusing on doing what we can and being okay with what is done or accomplished. And then I also would love for all of us to find ways to de-stress and really reflect through the things in a way that's unrelated to our work as teachers. And I think that we're really going to need to focus on helping ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all the least. You know, our identity is easily wrapped up in what is produced in our classrooms, you know, both by ourselves and our students. And I know for me, and I think for many of us, we just need to allow ourselves grace and time to figure out how to teach within all these restrictions that are placed on us or given to us. And we may need to shift really what success looks like and find ways to help students engage in music that's, you know, meaningful and joyful and just full of exploration and trying lots and lots and lots of new things. And one of the things that I talked about on my podcast recently was that I made a list of all the things that I can do because I needed to find that starting point for how to set up lessons and how to structure my class. And I think that has been really helpful for me to look at that positive aspect and say, what can I do and start from there. And I mentioned this at the very beginning, but, you know, letting well enough alone, letting enough be enough and being content to pour out all that we can to students and then giving ourselves that time to reflect, move on, find outlets that have nothing to do with school to help us de-stress and reflect whether you like to run, whether you like to chat with friends or do gardening or whatever hobby or Netflix show you might want to watch. You know, I think it's just going to be very, very important that we give ourselves lots and lots of grace this year. And I I really hope for all of you listening that it is a wonderful, it's going to be a crazy start, but it can be wonderful. And I just wish you all the best. And I hope you know that you are not alone in what you are about to endeavor to do this year, that we are all in this together, truly. 
Well, hey there, Anna Kruzik listeners. This is Jessica Peresta from TheDomesticMusician.com, and I am so excited Anne asked me to come on to share advice for new elementary music teachers. When I was thinking about what to say, of course, I went to thinking about COVID-19 and how overwhelming it must be for new elementary music teachers, not just to figure out your normal teaching and figuring out all the ropes, but also how to teach during COVID-19. Because I know every situation is different and it will look different for every teacher, but it's so overwhelming not knowing what to do. And so the first piece of advice I want to give you is just to know that your first year, yes, really is that hard. I know that's probably not the peachy advice you want to hear, but it is. Every teacher started out as a first year teacher. We all have to start out somewhere. And don't let the fact that you are new keep you from pursuing your passion and being the best teacher you can be, no matter what teaching situation you find yourself in. So you're going to be struggling to figure out all the things. You're going to notice that you're not under cooperating teacher anymore from your student teaching placement. You're going to notice that you are in your own classroom, or maybe you're virtually teaching, but you have your own set of students now. And it is totally different. There's so much that no one tells you about teaching music as a first-year teacher. And a lot of it is just done by trial and error, getting in there and doing it, and figuring it out as you go. But also, don't be afraid to ask questions. There are going to be so many teachers. Listen to Anna Kruzik podcast. It's an amazing podcast. Find a music teacher community, whether it's online or in person. Connect with other teachers. Ask your mentor teacher questions as you go. There is no wrong question. And you will continue growing as you get the mentorship you're needing. You will second guess almost Every single decision you make, you're going to be stretched and pulled in many different directions. You're going to want to figure it all out right away, but give yourself time, give yourself lots of grace, and know that you can do it. All the teachers before you have done it, they've all been first-year teachers, and don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end. And the last thing I want to say is, as your first-year teacher, you're going to notice that each year gets easier. For some reason, year three is the magic year. It's the year you're going to just figure things out and find more confidence that you've been looking for and just feel a little bit more comfortable in your skin and with your students. You've got this. You have what it takes. And like I said, I am rooting you on and no matter what situation you find yourself in, you've got this. You are cut out for this and you decided to become a music teacher for a reason. So hold on to that. Remember your why on the hard days and keep showing up for your students because that's what matters more than anything. Hi y'all. It's Lindsay with Lyrics by Lens and Cowgirl Compositions. And my advice, especially to myself in this unknown school year, is to give yourself lots of grace. Uh, I know Kodai said and I fully believe this with all my heart that only the best is good enough for a child. And while I think that is extremely important and I think it's up to us to give our best, if you if you take that a little bit personal and you make it about you, guys, this is going to be your best. No matter what you give your students, no matter how you're able to reach them and build those relationships with them, it has to be the best in the circumstances you're in with so many unknowns, with so many things that could be changing on the daily for that matter. Um, just make sure you're giving yourself lots of grace 
and you're bringing the best for your students and your family at home. There's going to be so many times that if you're teaching virtually that, you know, it may interfere with some of your family time and you've got to find those priorities and find a way that you're able to bring the best, but also allowing yourself so much grace. Because if I'm going to be honest, we're going to fail. There's going to be so many times that I'm probably going to fail and mess up during this school year, but I'm giving it my best. So bring your best, give yourself lots of grace, and I wish you the best of luck. Hi, everyone. This is Carissa Duncanson, otherwise known as Music with Mrs. Dunk. And the advice that I have for music teachers coming into this 2020-2021 year is to focus on what we can do. There's so much talk of the things we're not allowed to do and the things that aren't going to happen. I encourage you to think about the things that we can do and focus on those because we are doers. We are constantly adjusting and accommodating ourselves around crazy school schedules. We can figure out how to accommodate around our current situations. You can do this. Hi, I'm Melissa from Musical Interactions. I want to remind you that no matter what situation you find yourself in this fall, be it remote teaching, in-person, or some kind of hybrid, to breathe and then think about the activities you already have and how you can adapt those to fit the new expectations. With a little creativity, I'm sure you'll be able to find a way to make them fun and engaging for whatever situation you're in so that you and your students can enjoy them. Stay positive and have a great fall. Hi, I'm Liz from Mrs. Cookie's Music Room. My advice for this upcoming school year is to be kind to yourself. This school year is going to be unlike any others. And so I think we're all going to kind of be first year teachers together. Give yourself grace in that we aren't going to accomplish the same things as usual. So prioritize the concepts you usually teach at each grade level so that you can focus on just the most important ones. And then other than that, we incorporate social emotional learning activities and things that bring our students joy. That is so important right now. Make sure that you are putting your health first. You fill your subtub, you get lots of rest because the most important thing that you can do this school year is take care of yourself. Hi friends, this is Victoria Bowler. As we look ahead at the changes coming our way this fall, I wanted to just really quickly point out some of the things that are not changing about music and music education. The first is an idea from Zoltan Kodai that you've probably heard before, and that is that only the best is good enough for a child. This year, the best thing for a child might be virtual learning or social distancing or wearing a mask or any of the other safety measures we've put in place. And of course, music education will look different this year, but we're still living out the principle in this context that only the best is good enough for a child. The second idea is from Carl Orff, and he said that if we let students learn while they play, they'll discover that what they have mastered is child's play. This year, I think that the role of play in a play-based process will be so important, both for us and our students. 
we can still keep learning active and we can still keep it joyful. We can still keep learning playful. And again, of course it will look different this year, but the role of child's play in the learning process hasn't changed. The third idea as we make curricular decisions moving forward is I would just encourage us not to forget that music at its core is human action. Music is worthy of study because human thoughts and voices and beliefs and actions are worthy of study. When we study music, we are teaching students to become holistic problem solvers and thinkers and artists as they explore the process of musicking and celebrate the resulting product. And here's the thing, no other subject synthesizes the value of the human experience and the process of learning and the context of art the way music does. And this is true when learning takes place face-to-face, -face, when it takes place online, when it takes place with a mask, when it takes place six feet apart, music is valuable because human life is valuable. And that doesn't change in a pandemic. And it doesn't change when the structure of music education changes. So as we look ahead this year, I would just encourage us all to recognize that our goals of music education are not changing. The context is changing and we can handle it. I care about this community and this profession so much. If you are listening, please know that you have a gigantic support system behind you and you are not alone this year. So after listening to all of that, I hope you're noticing some common threads. First of all, that yes, the vehicle that we're doing all of the things with this year is changing, but the reason that we do what we do and the core of what we do is not changing. Second of all, you can do this. We can all do this as long as we're giving ourselves some grace. And third of all, you are not alone. We've got this together. Thanks for spending this little pocket of your day with me. I know music teachers are super strapped for time, so be sure to check out all the resources on anacoustic.com for today's episode. Don't forget to click subscribe wherever you're listening to today's podcast so you don't miss an episode of TAP. That way, you'll be notified each and every week when a new episode is live. And if you want even more tips and tricks delivered to your inbox, like a little love note from me to you, make sure you sign up for the Anacrusic newsletter and you'll be the first to know all the things. Also, if you are feeling today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and Facebook. And I'd love you forever if you take a hot minute and leave a review. See you next time.